0: And one of the things turn really quickly to Psalms 11:3 and Bob would you begin to make your way up here please brother? Psalms 11:3 out of the King James version says, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? I'm going to say that again. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Now, there's a tendency to this whole church and state and separation, that's a bunch of baloney. We are called to be kingdom people making kingdom influence, right? We are called to bring the government of God here on earth. And, And I'm not talking about dominionism. I'm just saying we are called to make a difference. So I believe that as believers, we have a civic duty. And this morning, I've asked Bob to share because this guy has his handle on the heartbeat of a lot of things happening in our community. And he's not here to offend anybody. He's not here to tell you who to vote for or what. He's just simply saying, you have a responsibility as a believer. Do your part. So, um, you want to come back up, Clyde, real quick? Why don't you guys come up real quick, too? We'll just lay hands on this guy. Not suddenly, but... He, he's a big guy, so gently. gently. Father, we just thank you for the gift that Bob and Gene are to this body and have been for years. Father, they're part of the footing. They're part of the foundation. I appreciate his heart. I just pray this morning that he would be allowed to, by you, to articulate your heart with clarity, crystal clear clarity, God. Like, like a church bell on a cold winter day in the far distance, we would hear the truth. Thank you, God. And I just pray, God, as always, when we leave here today, we will be changed a little more into your image, and we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. It's all
0: yours, buddy. The
1: topic today is politics. (laughs) And... uh, Mm-hmm. Well, I want to open your eyes so you can see me later. Uh, but one of the th- real issues is that people take it real seriously, and you can't take everything too seriously, so you can't see some of the humor in it. So I'm going to get this out of the way, I'm going to do a dad joke. Uh, dad asks his son, what do you want to be when you grow up? He says, a politician dad got a little bit upset, a little concerned. He says, are you insane? Have you lost your mind? Are you a complete moron? And his son says, I've changed my mind. There's too many requirements to be a politician. <laughs> so we've got to look at some humor in it because if not, it gets really overwhelming and really dark. Um, I know I've threatened to destroy a number of television sets just by throwing rocks at it during the news. Um, So, we need to talk about this here because you all have a part in politics whether you know it or not. And there's two things that you really don't really want to know how they're made. Let's see if this thing works. Uh, Other way. Your left hand. Ah. Sorry, Bob. We were working. Sp- we were working at the. Yeah. I must have to click it up there. Okay. Well, we'll try and get the slides to catch up. Because there's two things you never want to see how they're made. And one of them is hot dogs. And the other is politics. Because there's a lot of things that go on that people don't know about or really don't have an understanding. Like right now, we just had something come out that's supposed to be voted on this Wednesday about um, immigration. They popped out an almost 400-page bill, and you got two days to look at it. So uh, those are some of the tricks that get played. You don't want to see how they're done. But we have to do things. There it is. <laughs> there. Hot dogs and politics. You don't want to see all the things. You just want to see a finished product. Um, a lot of people don't want to get involved because they look at Romans 13 1, 2. And I'm going to, this talk today, we're going to try and have it in three parts. Not in harmony, but three parts. One of them is Bible study. Part of it is a civics lesson. Number three is just encouragement. A lot of people don't want to get involved because they just take part of what the Word says. And it says in Romans 13, 1, 2, everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. Those who do will bring judgment on themselves. With that part of Scripture, they just say, well, God put all this together together He's in charge. I don't need to be involved. I'm just going to back out. But they leave out the rest of what God says. In Ephesians, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and other authorities against the powers of the dark world and against the scriptural forces of evil in heavenly realms. So we are called to stand against this. We're supposed to be visible. We're supposed to do it in the power of God. To really get to what we want to work on here, we really need to establish what this really is and what it was originally intended to do. Um, We used to homeschool. All of our kids are grown and out. But when we started looking at things, we went back to some of the originals to try and give them a good classic education. So one of the things we have on our shelf is the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Because words... To put it in the quotation of Rush Limbaugh, words mean things. And so what happens is words get changed over time and they're not being used how they were originally intended. Like dope. I always thought that was drugs. But now it's something's really cool, it's dope. And I go, I, I, I don't understand these things. I remember when gay means you were happy. Um, but the one I still haven't figured out is what Snoop Dogg says is, what's a fa uh, So trying to get words to understand what you're trying to convey. So we go to the Webster's Dictionary of Politics, the science of government that puts the part of ethics, which consists in the regulation and government of a nation or state for the preservation of safety, peace, and prosperity. That's what the definition was in 1828. Today, what do we go to, what everybody looks at, is Wikipedia. What it says now from the ancient Greek affairs of cities is a set of activities that are associated with making decisions in groups, or other forms of power relations among individuals, such as distribution of resources or status. I don't find anything in the current definition that looks at safety, peace, and prosperity, which is what the original intent of governing was to be about. So people change it. We need to get back to those classic roots. One of the questions was, is, how are we supposed to do this? Was Jesus even involved in politics? Um, the short answer is yes. He talked to politicians all the time. One of them that he got to know fairly well is Nicodemus we look to the book of John 3 verses 1 through 21 and it says now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus not